95.5. This is Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Welcome back to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa, on Pulse 95. This hour, we are celebrating World Arabic Language Day with Russia. Abu Jahain, a linguistic coordinator at Arabic Language Academy right here in Sharjah. Plus, if you thought that going vegan was a bit extreme, well, wait till you hear what's on sale at UK supermarkets. That is really... It might shock you and it might not, but I have a feeling it will. All of that and so much more is coming up right here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. 95. This is Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. The Arabic language is a symbol of the cultural diversity of humanity. It's one of the most widely spoken languages in the world. It's used daily by more than 290 million people worldwide. World Arabic Language Day is celebrated every year on the 18th of December since 2012. And the date coincides with the day in 1973 that the General Assembly of the United Nations adopted Arabic as the sixth official language of the organization. So in the diversity of its forms, classical or dialect, from oral expression to poetic calligraphy, the Arabic language has given rise to a fascinating aesthetic in fields as varied as architecture, poetry, philosophy and song. And it gives access to an incredible variety of identities and beliefs. And its history reveals the richness of its links with other languages. It's played a catalytic role in knowledge, promoting the dissemination of Greek and Roman sciences and philosophies to Renaissance Europe. It has also enabled a dialogue of cultures along the Silk Roads from the coast of India to the Horn of Africa. Here, of course, in Sharjah, His Highness, Sheikh Dr. Sultan bin Mohammed al-Qasimi, Supreme Council member and ruler of Sharjah, is known for his deep love of the Arabic language and set up the Arabic Language Academy in the Emirate to preserve the Arabic focus on maintaining the language by keeping it relevant to the sciences, technology, literature and arts. And it also aims to revive and document Arab and Islamic heritage and encourage books to be published in Arabic. Here to tell us more is Rasha Abu Jahan, Linguistic Coordinator at the Arabic Language Academy. Hello and welcome. Yes, hello. Marhaba everyone. Marhaba, ahlan fiki. Ahlan wa sahlan. Nawartina. Ahlan wa sahlan. Shukran, shukran jazeelan. Kifik. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, I'm very well, thank you. <laughs> We're just going to keep talking in Arabic here for a little while. It's such a beautiful language, uh, Rasha. Um, and your work at the Arabic Language Academy is very important talk to us a little bit about why the academy was established it's quite new actually um why it was established by his highness yes first of all our center was established in 2018 just for non-arabic speakers only to serve arabic language for non-arabic speakers which means we are teaching arabic for free Uh, how it's great it's for free for non-arabs it's uh, we have a flexible schedules 
which means like at um, before seven eight o'clock we uh, we can teach mm. uh, afternoon classes so just to engage the non-arabic speakers with the emirati community yeah, yeah. and and this is one of the things that i hear the most uh being an expat myself you know i hear a lot of expats saying Oh, I, I don't really get a chance to speak Arabic. Everything around me is in English. I don't really need the language. I don't interact with enough Arabs or Emiratis. So they they feel like they've lost something yes. when they don't learn yeah. Arabic. So why is it important to learn the Arabic language? Um, if you want to engage yourself with the Arabs community, yes. If you want to be with the Arabs to understand what they are talking, to can just recognize what what's happening around you, you should learn Arabic. Mm. It's uh, a pretty language. Yes. If you start with Arabic, just the start, maybe just the first week, it will be a little bit hard for you. Uh, then later on, once you feel that, oh, I can read Arabic, even one word or two words, it will be easy for you. You can just, it's, the hardest part is starting. Yes. So just the starting is hard. Okay. The methods itself, it's hard. We are not focusing on accents. Just we are teaching them the standard Arabic standard that everyone Arabic. can understand. So we're talking Fusha here. Al-Fusha, yes. The proper Arabic. Yes, Al-Fusha. You will, you will sound like a, a poet in no time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But why it's better? Because, uh, for example, in Egypt, they are calling Sayyara Arabiya. The car right. is Arabiya. Right. Yeah. <laughs> here in UAE, they are called it motor. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so the non-Arabic speaker will get confused. Oh, what's this? No, we are teaching sayyara. Car is sayyara. The proper words. Yeah, the proper words that everyone will understand you. That's mm. why we are focusing more on an uh, al-fusha. This is like uh, the objectives of our center. And this is the opinion of His Highness uh, Sheikh Dr. Sultan. He wants al-lugha al-arabiya al-fusha, the modern Arabic standard. Mm. Yes. Because he also created uh, the historic dictionary yes. of Arabic. Talk to us a little bit more about that, what it is and, and what it does, its function. Yes, uh, the historical dictionary, it's the dream for Dr. Sultan. Yeah. So uh, we are working on just to save the Arabic language, the document for the Arabic language for 17 centuries before. And it's not an easy job. We are working with um, 10 countries around the world, mm. all the Arab, uh, most of the Arab countries. And we are, um, we are working for this just to representing the and collective the memory of the Arabic words. It goes for the roots for the Arabic words from 17th century till now. For example, if you want to find the word Zayed, where is Zayed? So just you put Zayed uh, online, it's a website. Then the, the website itself give, gives you the picture for and a small PDF of the papers. Zayed here means this. Zayed here, where? Wow. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's uh, not like the dictionaries we had to use when we were younger, that's for sure. Uh, no, this is uh, a technology like online and it's a very easy one. It's free for all researchers. See, this is the amazing thing because this year um, uh, the theme, and I'm glad that we have Hani Belqis with us in yes. the studio. The theme, did you know, Hani? Mm. And there's a reason why you're sitting here, apart from the fact that the theme this year is artificial intelligence. Yes. Um, and the Arabic language, this the historic dictionary, really is part of all that, isn't it? But actually, uh, Miss Russia used to be your teacher. Yes, I, <laughs> I, I do refer to her as Miss Russia, as she taught me 
from grade nine to grade 12, I was her student. Oh my God. <laughs> she, was my, she was my teacher. And it's a pretty funny story. I saw her in the studios right here at Pulse 95. And it kind of uh, stood a light bulb to me. I was like, I, I, I know I know this face. Oh man. And I, and I went to her. Honey like, again. Honey yeah, again. Not, I wasn't in the, in the room when she saw you, but yeah. I can imagine she was thinking, oh my gosh, I cannot get away from I, this boy. I went up to her. I'm like, uh, Miss Russia? She's like, honey. And then uh, we, we, we kind of clicked again and we we're talking about all the nostalgic moments we had. She was my teacher teaching me the Arabic language. And uh, as I just came back from America, I, w- I was born and raised in the States. I was around 14 years old. And my first Arabic teacher was Miss Russia from, uh, from grade eight, I believe it was grade nine, all the way to my graduating senior year. And he was a very good student. I was a very, I was a, I was a very good student, obviously, for many other reasons than the Arabic language reason. But... She kind of made me fall in love with the Arabic language. Okay. And, and and she did simplify a lot of things that I did feel was complicated. Give us an example uh, of 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 the things that she simplified uh, for you. So, so, something that I I I remember the most is uh, is a shams al qamriya. Yes, I I remember that very much because it, it was very hard for me. Good memory. Good, and she and she and she uh, she, she uh, kind of made it simpler for me and easier for me. And even when I got into to, to university, right, uh, I was taking Arabic for non-Arabs, mm. right. And I did remember Shams al-Qamriya and, and that See, from back hard. in the day. See, that's hard. That kind of stuff yes. um, can be hard for Arabs, let alone, you know, non You're originally Arab, of course, I'm a, a, original pa- originally Palestinian, yes. But you're like a lot of us. You know, my kids are, are, are the same. They're Arab, but, you know, it's difficult for them because, mm. you know, we hardly speak Arabic at yes. home. And I think a lot of um, a lot of Arabs are losing the language, yeah. and that can be really difficult. Yes. So as much as we're saying that this academy is for non-Arabs. Actually, yeah. it's great for Arabs who maybe have lost lost <coughs> touch with their own language as well. I'm actually considering enrolling again. I think you should. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to Miss. I can't. I can't say it, Rasha. I have to say Miss Rasha. Miss Rasha. Because yes. it's just because I've been with her for so long. All I can t- all I can say is Miss Rasha. And if I say her actual name, I'll feel it's kind of a. It's, it's going to be even awkward. When I introduced you, I had to say Miss Rasha. Yeah, like that's I couldn't the, that's say. That's the only thing I know her by. You know, like it's just. You know, like you just can't. Once a teacher, always a teacher. Exactly. And it's always going to be Miss Russia. Yes, yeah. And we love that so much. Um, but exactly, I mean, this is the whole point now. Tomorrow we are celebrating World Arabic Language Day. Uh, and there are so many different ways and new ways as well of learning the language. We're going to come back in just a moment uh, and talk about some of those. What is the process if you want to learn the Arabic language? How do we go about it, uh, particularly at the academy here in Sharjah? Lots more to come on Life Beats. Pulse. This is Pulse 95. 95. This is Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. <laughs> Ooh, continuing the conversation, talking uh, Arabic and World Arabic Language Day. How do you learn the language? How do you get in touch with it and and learn from the great depths of it? Because uh, I'm going to keep calling you Miss Russia. Miss Russia, yes. Arabic is like an ocean, isn't it? You know, yeah. th- there is that expression in yes. Arabic to say it is like the ocean. Yeah, it's a very rich language. It's incredible. Yes. Once you delve into it, once you start exploring you almost can't get enough of it it's uh, incredible when you make the connections and, and you learn you know the roots of the words and where they come from why the meanings um, and the relationship that Arabic has 
with other languages as well. Mm. You yeah. know, Arabic has, has given so many words to other languages, including yes. English. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that too. Yes. And uh, do you know that it takes longer for you to become fluent in Arabic more than other languages? I can imagine. Yeah, it takes you. Maybe you can stay here for 10 years and you t- you are trying to speak Arabic, but you can't speak like Arabs. But if you are uh, if you are working hard, if you are using the language daily with Arabs, for sure you will take even the accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. I've seen quite a few people actually uh, and on ac- social media as well. Right? Yes, and actually I remember Miss Rashi, you ta- you told me this back in let's say grade ten. Right, she told me that the the Arabic number, the English numbers, are actually Arabic numbers. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. True. She, oh she, she, she told me that. See, he remembers. I remember yeah. that. You thought he wasn't listening. Yeah. Huh? yeah. No, but he it, was a good listener. I was a good <laughs> listener. Yes, and and I remember as well. She used to to, to compare and contrast. So, bicycleta, uh, bicycle. Yes. Right, is the same thing in Spanish, bicicleta. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she taught me all of this. I remember. See, I have good memory, Miss Rasha. Yes. Yeah, your teachings didn't go to waste. I'm here right now. Yeah, Shifty. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah. So if you want to compare Arabic with lang- uh, Arabic with English or with any other language, let's say the word kataba. Mm. What's the meaning of kataba? Like to write. To write. Mm. From this word, which it uh, it consists of three letters only. We are taking kitab, book. W- book. We are taking maktab. Which library. is a library office. office. Yeah. Maktaba. Yes, library. Yes, it's a library. So just from this word, this a very small word consists of three letters. The root of all those words are kataba. Mm. Mm. Yes. But in English, we can say book, library, office, different words. Mm-hmm. But for the Arabic, we have a special thing, the, th- the root system. If you are going back to the root, which means you can understand this word, it refers to office or uh, maktaba or something with writing. And this is the amazing thing because yes. uh, that's, that's what I was referring to earlier. When, once you start learning Arabic, you see all of those connections and it blows your mind. And there are connections between words that seem completely mm. unrelated, but actually yes. they have the same yeah. root, root words. Yes. Root system. And then you discover actually that there is a connection yeah. between them yes. along the way as well. Yeah. It's yeah. fascinating. And, and it shows you how you are a strong uh, language learner. If you decide to learn Arabic, it's not a very, uh, it's not an easy task. But once you start, you can't stay without Arabic. Mm-hmm. You will use it every day. I have so many students from like uh, Scotland, from uh, Ukraine. They are, tel- they are telling me, Miss, we can't stay without Arabic. We are using your mm-hmm. voice note just at home. Say darasa, say kataba, say wow. just the way how we are pronouncing the word, the pronunciation of the letters. It's very important for the non-Arabic speakers to have the full letters and the full words. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I always think of the, the ayah. You know, inna anzalnahu Qur'anan Arabian la'allakum taqilun Because it's something, the language itself is actually really important. The Qur'an was revealed in Arabic because it makes you smarter mm. yes. if you learn it, Arabic. It, I believe it's the most complicated language to learn. And, and I just want to throw out the kind of a fun fact. Yeah. Right. So anyone who know who's bilingual uh, langu- knows Arabic and English. If they read English poetry... And then they read Arabic poetry. They can never go back to English poetry. It's true. Because yeah. Arabic po- poetry is so strong. The words that you read are so strong. It actually does hit a chord in your chest. Oh, so, my gosh. So that's one of the reasons why I, I, I feel fascinated with the Arabic language. And I want to learn more. Yeah. Because I want to be fluent to read for you, Arabic <laughs> poetry. Yes, Ms. <laughs> Masha, hopefully soon. 
I'll be, uh, I'll be, today. I'll be yeah. a student once once again. Talk to us about the number of graduates that you have yes. at uh, the academy that you've had yeah. so far and, and continue to have, will be having in your classes. Yes, this information for Hani too. Yes. Yes? yes. Okay. So we have uh, around 10 weeks. Our course starts uh, mm. every 10 weeks. Mm. We uh, Every 10 weeks, we have around 30 to 40 students. We are dividing them for four levels according to their abilities and to their levels. For example, if they are coming, some students, they don't know even the letters, the alphabet. They don't know how to say, or how are you? So we put them in the beginner's level. Mm. Then once they are done with the beginner's level, level and they are improved already, so we transfer them to the other level. Mm. So we have level for, uh, for, sorry, level for beginners, uh, level for the little bit high. We are dividing them for four levels and we have a very uh, flexible schedule. Mm. We are starting at four o'clock from four to six o'clock, three times a week. Mm-hmm. And again, it's for free. It's for free. Yes. Four to six o'clock. Yes. Anybody can join. Anybody can join. It's a governmental center supported by Sheikh Sultan himself. Where is it located exactly? In University City. Okay. Yes, just go through um, Google Map, Arabic Language Academy. We are under the umbrella of Arabic Language Academy, Majma' al al Arabiya bil Shariqa. Then you can find us. Amazing. Sounds promising. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. This is uh, something that I think everybody should do, yeah. and particularly in the new year, you know, make that a goal yes. to go and learn Arabic, to, to get involved in the language, because You'll be surprised, I think, by what you discover and where it takes you. Yes. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah, and we have also so many memory of understanding with the Korea, with the uh, University of uh, American University. Right. Yes. Sometimes we have uh, like exchange student. They are coming to us. We prepare for them a flexible schedule. How many Na- nationalities have you got coming through? Um, we have more than 15. Wow, yeah, that's so, incredible. Yeah, so, and we are teaching them how to write their countries in Arabic. I, I'm from and I'm in. Yes. Yeah, let's say Mauritius or, uh, or uh, any uh, non-Arabic country. Do some uh, nationalities find it easier to learn Arabic than others? Um, it depends. I have one student, she's from uh, London. Yes. She knows she doesn't know Arabic at all at the beginning, but now she has a very nice pronunciation of the words. Wow! Yeah, because she's a very hard worker. Mm. Yeah, she puts in the effort. I Did mean, you hear Georgia that? Is yes. the cultural capital. It really is. Yes. And this year, of course, we are celebrating uh, Sharjah as the UNESCO World Book Capital. Yes, yes. So it just you know it all fits in so beautifully. It will. Uh, open up or a whole new doors uh, for you so make sure you're part of it it's absolutely amazing and we are so pleased to have you Miss Russia yes thank you that's it you know you will forever be known to us as Miss Russia (laughs) and I advise you all Arabic is a very pretty language to look at yes yeah and we are for we are just in a uh, here in Sharjah to support you to spread Arabic everywhere, to engage you with the, with the Arabs community, it's a very nice chance for you. It's a big chance. The calligraphy is stunning. Yes. Do you teach calligraphy at all at the language center? Uh, we have a we have a future plan for this for Ooh. next year. Khalas, you have to come back yes. when calligraphy happens. Yeah. Really, I'm not kidding. Yes. This is something I'm very interested in personally. I need to learn. I've wanted to learn for years how to do Arabic calligraphy. It's very nice. Okay, amazing. Inshallah, next time you come through. 
and we will talk about it. But thank you so much. Miss Russia. Shukran jazilan. Shukran uh, tislami. Tislami. Shukran. Nawartina bil studio. Oh my God. Shukran. Thank <laughs> yes, you. Yes, indeed. Thank you for uh, giving me a trip back memory lane. You have to say something in Arabic, Annie. I say uh, okay. Uh, shukran, uh, Miss Miss Russia. Ala, shukran. Uh, shukran. Shukran. Astada ti Russia. Okay. Astada amis. في اللغة العربية أستاذة ولا مس؟ أستاذة أستاذة نعم شكرا أستاذة رشا على على كيف علمتيني أو ماي جاد هاني لغة العربية لغة العربية روعة روعة أميزينج مور تو كام أون لايف فيدز آفتر ذيس ذيس إز بوست 95 تشون إن لايف إيفري ويك داي فروم 10 أي إم